A true look inside how we navigate community and friendships, a topic coming up on Love the Truth Podcast. Pause for a second, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you for tuning in. All of our listeners, you can tune in also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to follow us, you can follow us at www.lovethetruth.info. Again, www.lovethetruth.info. Remember that time, True, when um, at the beginning of the year, we talked about the year of no more and got kind of put that on our hearts Mm -hmm. and basically what the year of no more represented to us was Mm -hmm. that God had showed us a lot of things when it came to deliverance Mm -hmm. and so because he showed us a lot of things when it came to deliverance it was just a season where it's like hey we've I've shown you all these things you now know you're not going to be clueless when it comes to the things of the spirit mm-hmm. when we meet certain people mm-hmm. you know we can pick up on spirits and so it's like we can't go back it's mm-hmm. like man we mm-hmm. really see when people um, have a spirit and we were doubting our discernment mm-hmm. and so now basically that's i mean that's basically what the year of no more was and so since the beginning of the year till now you know that's something we've been um acting on and trying to um i guess establish a line in the sand Mm -hmm. so the devil won't come in or attack our marriage you know Mm -hmm. our home Mm -hmm. and so you know i guess the question for you Mm -hmm. that i had was since this is the year of no more Mm -hmm. moving forward how do you plan on growing friendships now compared to the past Mm, that's a really good question um as like what you were saying it's really different now um because like you said we know a lot more now and having that vision of like god drawing the line in the sand saying this is the year of no more um definitely like in the past I was a person that would just like I I have a very strong gift in discernment. So do you. That is one of our um, spiritual gifts. And I would just kind of second guess my discernment in certain things. Um, There were things that I was like, I knew, yes, this is the Lord. But then when it came to friendships specifically, I had a really hard time with just following what the Lord said. And I, a lot of it just came from, I really want to be friends. Like with people, I don't want to be like a loner. And I feel like yeah. we all feel that way at times. Like we don't want to just be alone. You know, yeah, it's, like we been wanna like, be... it's been like that for the past three, like the whole time we've been together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes the Lord would give me things in my, I'm like, no, do I really see that? No, like kind of like not really wanting to like, not really believing my discernment on the things and then not only that there were things that i just didn't understand because this was pre-understanding deliverance Mm -hmm. and so there were things that god would tell me that's off about certain friendships but i would kind of ignore it because i didn't really understand what was wrong about it Mm -hmm. and now going through deliverance i can approach things a lot differently because now i can pick up on spirits yeah 
that people have and I can pinpoint certain things and it's like, okay, I don't just, I, I don't just discern something's off, I know what is off, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that changes the trajectory of like anybody's, like any Christian's walk, because it's one thing to kind of be like, oh, I know there's something wrong, but I don't know what it is. And it can kind of like make you be complacent in it. Yeah. But when you know what it is, it's like, okay, you don't have an excuse at that point. Yeah. It's like, I know, some, I know what this is, yeah. you know? I'm, let me add to that. Like when you first pinpointed something like, hey, you know, this person said something particular, you knew it was off, you knew it was a spirit, but your mind kind of just kind of like moved on your flesh. It's like, nah, you know, when you felt well, like, hey, I'm, I'm crazy. I didn't like, really not... know it was a spirit. Yeah. Okay. I, it's, it was like, I knew something was wrong, but this language of like spirits, yeah, I yeah. really didn't understand that. Now I will say this. I did understand that about certain type of spirits that I was exposed to, and that would be like another podcast. Yeah. But I knew there was spirits that existed, but I didn't fully understand that there was a whole realm of yeah. different spirits, and I wasn't processing that when I would meet people. And so I would just, when I would meet somebody and they would say something that the Lord's like, something's off about that. I would, it wouldn't click like, oh, it's a spirit. It would just be like, something's off about it. And I would just kind of like dismiss it. Cause I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it. Yeah. Maybe it's just too deep. All right. So basically again, since this is the year of no more, moving forward, how do you plan on growing friendships now compared to the past? Mm -hmm. So moving forward to now, that's how I dealt with friendships in the past. Moving forward to now, um, the thing that I tend to really look for now is number one, I actually pray. I actually pray about it because in the past I didn't do that. Like I would just be friends with everybody or anybody. And um, now I really have more of a sensitivity to being very cautious with just opening my space yeah. to anybody. And I also pray because there, this doesn't mean to just reject everybody that comes into your life, you know, because right. Jesus even allowed Judas to come into his life. And so we have to be careful about that too, because yeah. there's a lot of people to say, get rid of everybody that's not supposed to be in your life. And that's another conversation as well. But I'm not really like a believer in that because I believe that God sends people in our life for our good, even mm -hmm. the bad people that we say. Um, but now moving forward into convert to these relationships or these people that come into my life, I'm very intentional about praying about what the purpose of them being in my life is for. Whereas in the past, I would just be like, oh, they're supposed to be my friend. Now I'm like, is it for me to witness to them? Is it for me to be their friend? Is it for them to be in my life for a season and for them to go off and grow with someone else? Like yeah. there's so many things that it can be, but I'm very intentional now about what is the reasoning behind me opening my this space in my life for this person. Right. And thinking about that as a, as a married wife too, you know, that comes into having friendships of the opposite sex and just different things like that. Just being very intentional about what is the person, reason why this person is here. And so that's definitely what I would, I'm going to do differently. And I have been implementing is just realizing that 
You know, I really need to be aware that there's a reason why this person's in my life. And I need to understand why the Holy Spirit has allowed this person to come to my life. And it's not always for them to be my friend. Yeah. That's good. All right. So my question for you, Ryan, is... Is there a difference between community and friendships? Yeah, um, we can piggyback where you left off. Um, So I guess, you know, what you said goes for both of us. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to start. Well, I know I need to start praying, you know, okay, why is this person in my life? Um, Lord, do you want me to witness to them? Do you want me to just be that light, that example? Because there are people that I've ran into um recently at the gym Mm. and it's just there's some things that seemed off Mm -hmm. on what they say um sometimes we do bible studies and there's some just some things that um they say in their flesh that's like Mm -hmm. okay why would you say that doing a bible (laughs) doing a bible study and so it's like okay now i know it's like this is not i can tell like how they handle themselves um you can tell when a person doesn't have the fear of God mm. in them. And so mm. when I look for friendships now, I want to know, I want to see a person who is vulnerable, who has a fear of God and not just somebody who kind of takes the things of God lightly or, mm. you know, and so mm-hmm. when I think of community, that now, like you said, that doesn't mean I'm going to disown the person. Mm. That's somebody who I want to mm-hmm. stay connected with and invite to the community and be an example, like especially when it comes to um, Bible reading and it comes to prayer, because, you know, there's been some sessions where, you know, it's like, hey, I do a Bible study with this person. But you can tell when somebody is just reading the Bible and not trying to read with understanding. Mm. And so when they're just reading straight through, just ready to close the book you know for example when this individual did that i kind of just said hey you know i'm gonna read this and i'm just gonna break it down because it's you know i need to retain what i'm what i'm you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but i'm using myself as an example and say hey i need to retain what i'm saying but the wisdom in it is to show the person hey this is when you read the Bible, you want to make sure that you retain and understand. And before we read, we want to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give us understanding. What's the difference between community and friendship? Yeah. So the difference is when you see people who, well, at least for me, when I see people who aren't taking God seriously, those are the people who I want to invite to community in fellowship with and Mm. be an example but when it comes to friendships those are the people who are going to be close to you and stick close to you like a brother Mm. and when i run into those people you'll know because the holy spirit will give witness like okay this person has the holy spirit you can tell he has Mm -hmm. a fear of god based on the things he say Mm -hmm. because out of the abundance of the heart and it makes me think about the church like as a whole like when we go to church that's the community you know but that doesn't mean everybody there is your best friend like you i love like one leader said there's the outer court the inner court and then the holy of holies you're gonna have when i think of the outer court i think of that community of like everybody around you that you associate with you know 
when you have those um, spiritual gatherings. Yeah. And then the inner circle are the people that you um, may be closer to. You might talk a little bit more often. Yeah. And then you have the Holy of Holies where those are maybe one. It may only be one or two people that are like your close, close friends that yeah. you share pretty much everything with. Yeah. Um, aside, aside of your spouse yeah. speaking of the, the inner court where the people you invite to the community you want to you want to show yourself friendly and be vulnerable with mm. them and when you're vulnerable with them they'll learn to be vulnerable with you yeah and but there is a difference because in that inner court you want to make sure that you know if they are mature enough to handle certain things for example, you said the inner court or the whole, which one? Like when I think of holies of holies, I think of the friendships. Yeah. But inner court is like, hey, there are things that I want to tell these people, but you can tell that they may not be ready to receive it. Hmm. You know. Is that the community or the inner court? I think that's the inner court. Okay. You know. So you're that's that's really good a good yeah. point because I didn't think about that. So like with community again, that's like people you see every once in a while. You don't even really talk to them on a weekly basis. Yeah just really so you can understand what the community is is people that you may say hi and you hug and how are you how's your kids yeah. but you don't really have that close like you don't talk to them on a weekly basis mm -hmm. whereas the inner court may be if god has called you to lead in some capacity they may be people yeah. at your community group they may be people that are a little bit closer to you and have a little bit they see a little bit more in your life yeah, and they themselves have mm -hmm. a little bit more reverence of god mm -hmm. you know yeah that's yeah. good that's really good to really kind of paint that picture for people like what the difference is because i mm -hmm. think sometimes we just don't know like we're like oh what what is that supposed to look like what is community supposed to look like what is friendship supposed to look like and that really just helps me because i'm a visual person too so yeah and so in a nutshell jesus had the 12 disciples as his close friendships mm -hmm. which was the representation of the holy of holies but there were many people that followed Jesus. No, we like and so that's how, you know, the, the many that followed Jesus was the community and the friendships for Jesus was the 12 disciples. Mm. All right, my turn. Mm -hmm. Okay, next mm -hmm. question, True. Okay. It's getting good. Yeah. So when we start a community group, what would you want to do that would be different from community groups that we experienced in the past? Mm. This is a good yeah. one. So for you guys, you know, if you if we were to make a community group, what would be different than how we experience church community groups today? Mm. That's really good. And, you know, that's a great question for us, too, because we've experienced a lot of community groups. Yeah. Um, and that probably would have to be a testimony for another time. But we've been to a lot of churches that God's like, nope, it's time for you to go. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that has been due to the community. Like, I feel like we live in a time where the lack of community is at an all time high. It's like for, for there to be so many churches all over the place, like what people call community today, I really, when I look at the Bible, don't see it as what community really is. And I think yeah. a lot of that has to do with, it's not, it's all of our part fault. You know, we kind of play a part into that because we're so busy 
with our lives and like what we have going on that we don't really make time for what what the Bible says to make time for sometimes, which is yeah. that community and taking the time to listen to people, taking the time to hear what is going on in other people's lives is something that really takes time out of your day. And it's something that is very much so lacking today, you know? And so I would definitely say what I would like to see different is, you know, number one, to really rely on the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. um, and have people, like you said, open the word with people. You said yeah. this in a past podcast, um, open the word with people, because that's also something that I tend to, at least from our experience with some of the, a lot of the community groups we've been at, it's been kind of like people regurgitate, regurgitating what the pastor said. Yeah, and I don't Sunday. think there's anything wrong with you know, if your community group is connected to a church to go do, do the service with everyone. But there should be a fresh rhema word yeah. from what the Holy Spirit is giving you to speak to the people that he's having you over within that community group. Now, if it's the Holy Spirit, it's going to not go out of line. It's not a, there's not going to be spirit of division and you trying to speak against whatever the leader's doing. It's right. none of that. But there should be a fresh rhema word that's coming out of, flowing out of you that is giving life to the community group that you're in. And I would love to see that being portrayed. I would also love to see like us really be a book of acts, you know, environment where people, you know, and maybe this is a dream, but where people can call us at four o'clock in the morning. That sounds good. But it's hard and I know yeah, it's difficult, yeah. but it, it could be one of those things where people like, you know what? Maybe I can't call anybody else. Thank you, Father. But I know I can call Ryan and True yeah. if I really need to, for them to pray for me about something. A Holy Spirit tip would be vulnerability. I keep saying that. I can't yeah. stress that enough because that is so true. Yeah. if whoever is over a community is not willing to show themselves vulnerable you know it's going to be very difficult to uh for somebody to open up to you at four o'clock mm -hmm. in the morning and so that's just something that you know we need vulnerability in order for the holy spirit to even move mm -hmm. so that is so true yeah. like we you're right like vulnerability is something that's big that we feel like the holy spirit has moved us in yeah because um, that is something I think the reason why community and discipleship is also could be lacking. One of the, the what do you call it? The contributors is the fact that people don't know how to be vulnerable today. You yeah. know, everything is like people. Everyone wants to hide. But it makes sense. Pride it definitely. We know where we know it stems from the leader of the actual church. Mm -hmm. because if the leader of the actual yeah. church so isn't being vulnerable yeah. then nine times out of ten it's going to be hard for the body to reciprocate that yeah i agree shifting the conversation and here's my last question for you ryan from what you have learned what is some advice that you can give a person who is in a season where they're navigating no community or no friendships mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I guess since that's what we're <laughs> we have been experiencing for mm -hmm. the past five, six years, um mm -hmm. I think it is to 
really seek out a real Holy Spirit filled church. Now, more than likely, there's a good chance that that church may not be in your area. It may not be even be in your state. Mm-hmm. Um, if that goes back to like, how the, bad do you really want? Yeah, God? how bad do you really want it? And it's mm-hmm. a, you know, God is just amazing. He really knows how to separate mm-hmm. wheat from tear. And for those who are really serious about God, mm-hmm. you know, you will go that extra mile. You will. You will drive. You will fly. Mm-hmm. It's something that mm-hmm. we've we've done. Um, it's something we need to do more of. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I understand, like you know, you are in the world and you do have to work, and there are resources mm-hmm. you got to save up for. But you know, if you're serious, you'll do it, and God will provide. Yeah, He'll too. provide, and mm-hmm. He'll fill you up, and He'll meet you there mm-hmm. when you go to that place. Um, it's definitely. Is definitely something that, you know, was a struggle at times where sometimes you feel that that doubt. And but I still have those days. Yeah, like, there's days really where it's like, sometimes. you know, it's bittersweet even tuning in online to the church we um, like to attend and watch is Global Vision Bible Church. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of bittersweet because it's like I'm not there, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. we know that, you know, there's some of these Holy Spirit filled churches that offer um community and offer um fire starters basically they start to plant community groups around the united states Mm -hmm. around the world Mm -hmm. and so you can become that beacon of light in your area and you know you never know who who's in your area Mm -hmm. you know but sometimes it takes a step out on faith Mm -hmm. for you guys to seek after where the holy spirit is and more than likely god will do the rest and move on your behalf and he'll begin to show people that's in your surrounding area that's looking for a move just like you are i want to take it back for a second because you said something that really kind of pierced me of like um you basically said that when we don't really know how to because we're we're going through that season of experiencing that you know, some you were saying sometimes it was hard. And I was saying yes, but it is. I have days like that now. You know, it's something that I'm really processing because growing up from a background where I was so used to going to church all the time, I think that's what the Lord had put me in a position where He's kind of stripped that away, and He's like, "I need you to rely on me. I need yeah. you to um, understand that." you need me ultimately but we still need community and friendships but we need the right kind of community and friendships and that's the thing that god is really teaching me and that i'm learning is that you know everybody can't be in that space yeah it's something when you get to the point where you've done all you can mm -hmm. and you attended the churches around you and when you read the word when when you read the word for yourself and start to realize that okay there are things that i'm reading and god's revealing to me in my personal time that um that seems different than the churches that i'm surrounded by Mm -hmm. because you'll start to realize um when you ask god for his holy spirit to move on your behalf he's going to start revealing things to you it's like okay it seems like certain churches um and certain leaderships add a ceiling 
mm. to their church mm -hmm. and they can only grow so much mm. the holy spirit can only move so much in those places so mm -hmm. that's why it's like it's the more you grow in your personal walk you're gonna have to find churches that have a higher ceiling a higher vulnerability that's gonna allow the holy mm. spirit to move in that place and i actually want to touch on that too like this is very important. Like if you don't get, take anything away from what we said, I really want you to take this away. Panning off what you just said. It is very important for you to not think that, oh, I just have to leave my church because yeah. it's not sound. It, you should leave your church if it's not sound. But then there are people that God places in churches to be a light in that place. Yeah. And so you really have to pray yeah. and figure out what, again, Going back to what is the purpose of me being here? Just like I have to pray for the purpose of people being in my life, you also have to pray. What is the purpose of me being here? Cause that's the, the whole thing for us is like, we moved out here and we're in a place where it's dry. There's no real churches moving. And we have to ask ourselves, why are we here? And ultimately we've realized that there is a reason and there's a purpose behind why we're, why we're here, even though it's a dry place. But the encouragement in that is that you know, we're growing at a different, like you said, the, the level is heightened. And what we realize is that we would go to churches and we're like, well, it seems great, but what's wrong with it? Why can't we, why can't we vibe? Why can't we connect, you yeah. know? And the Lord's like letting us know, like for some of the churches, it wasn't that they were bad. The churches were sound, but it was just that it wasn't the church for us because we had reached our capacity of learning from there. Yeah. You know, it's like God yeah, is learning us to from a different place. Yeah, we reached our capacity of learning mm -hmm. from what the leader decided to put a cap on. Mm -hmm. Because that he you know, that leader decided, hey, this is as far as I wanna go. Well, because we're not baby Christians anymore. Right. And I think a lot of churches are still like milk feeding people. Mm -hmm. Whereas we know how to get the meat of the word and that is a, something that is more rare to find today yeah the word of encouragement is don't be discouraged about mm -hmm. it because you know once you've done all you can do to find places that are around you you know when you've done your due diligence you know god's not going to leave you hanging mm -hmm. so once you've done all you can to find you know a Holy Spirit filled place in your area, that's when, you know, God's going to meet you wherever you go outside of where you live. Mm -hmm. And so I would be encouraged in that and just know that God's going to be smiling down on you when you do take that step out and go um, to lengths and bounds to seek after God mm -hmm. and His Holy Spirit because He does the same thing for you on a daily and you're going to feel a lot of joy and a sense of accomplishment when you actually go out and find that place. And when you do, you're going to be glad you did because you're going to be connected to a flock that you know that can allow, that will allow you to grow and you're going to learn from them and continue to learn. So I would just be encouraged by it and just be patient and God will make a way to link you to certain people. But mm -hmm. he's going to do it in his timing and not necessarily our timing so mm -hmm. once we just become patient with that you'll know when he starts to move mm -hmm. and also just say that you're not alone like that's yeah. if i had to give encouragement i would say you're not alone there's other brothers and sisters in christ that are 
do, battling with the same thing and that's what I remind myself every day when I have those times of discouragement. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.